This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 925, Meet versus Meet Up, Carry versus Carry On. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we get a high-level question from a listener. What happens when we add that pesky little preposition at the end of words? Does it always change the meaning dramatically? Find out today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? Hey, Lindsay, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty well. I'm thinking I'm going to go to the gym later. And let's see, I, I went skiing last weekend, so that was nice. fun. So just, um, you know, recovering from that <laughs> because it was so cold. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I can imagine going skiing now. Yeah. Or so- ever, really. I don't ski. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle, are you planning to meet up with any friends like this weekend or later this week? Uh, yes. I'm hoping to, I may, I will either meet up with a friend on Sunday or I might meet up with another friend later, uh, like on Thursday or Friday. Nice. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. And so when you meet up with people in New York, is there any particular place you like to meet or is it anywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. depending on where you guys live? It it depends where we live, I guess, you know, try somewhere convenient, right? Either coffee shop or like, just like maybe just like a particular part of the city. Like we've talked about Union Square. That might be a place where I meet. Yeah, totally. I remember when I lived there, I used to always meet up with people in Union Square because I guess it was kind of central to where everyone was living. You know, like Mm. if people were in Brooklyn, you can get to Union Square from Brooklyn more easily than uptown. And if people are in like Queens, it's easy enough. And then often I used to go out in the East Village. So that was easy to get there from Union Square. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't even see that you had written Union Square and I had said it and then I was like, oh. <laughs> well, clearly, <laughs> so, yes, it's Union true. Square is the meetup spot then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. So, Michelle, in that conversation there, that little intro for our listeners, I used both meet up and meet in mm. different, different ways, right? I mean, in your mind, was there any major difference when I said meet up and meet? Mm. Um, a li- yes and no. Um, I would say because, like, in some cases, you would never use both, right? Right, right, right. Like, like in a formal, more formal business context. So, uh, would you like? I mean, in this situation where you were talking to me, it was just casual, so not not much, yeah. right? 
But in like, if you're in a more formal business situation, you, could you imagine saying to a boss, like, let's meet up for the annual review on Tuesday? <laughs> no, it's way too casual. Right, 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 right. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. But you could say to your friend, hey, you want to meet up for drinks on Friday? Right? Right, right, right. And I would say that more often than let's meet on Friday for drinks. But um, you could say let's meet on Friday for drinks, right? Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah, when it's casual, I would say that really either one is good. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, when I, I, I guess you would say in a work context, meet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're giving our listeners just a taste of what we're going into today, okay? okay. So guys, today we're looking at what happens when we add that pesky little preposition to some verbs to make it a phrasal verb or sometimes not even verbs, adjectives, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a good question and the answer's not simple. Well, we're going to try to make it as simple as we can for you guys today, right? Plus, we're going to have some fun along the way because what are we doing if we're not having fun, right, Michelle? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, guys, today we're going to get into some detail, and you are going to want the transcripts for today, guys, for sure. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. You'll start, you'll start getting them delivered to your email every Monday for the upcoming week. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So this all started with a really, really good listener question, Michelle. So could you read that question, and then we'll know what we're talking about here a bit more? Definitely. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hi, I'm uh, spotting prepositions or adverbs all the time that are somehow useless. <laughs> In other words, the meaning of expression seems to be the same with or without the part. Mm. Ah, okay. So for example, oh, participle, sorry. No, that's okay. For example, later, later on, meet, meet up, stress, stress out. It started off just as a hobby. Uh, quotation from the secrets of connected communicator. Ooh, I just want to highlight before you keep going. So this student is actually, this is interesting because this student is in our course, our bridge to connection method course, the connected communicator. And this student grabbed this quote directly from an interview in that course with a native speaker. So guys, what we're giving you in that course is very native natural English. To check it out, you can go over to allersenglish.com forward slash connection. So cool that this student picked this out of that course. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I totally comprehend phrasal verbs when the combination of words makes new meanings, which cannot be seen from their individual parts. Okay. Right. But all this might be only in my non-native eyes. I know that in many cases, I just don't understand that subtle and underlying meaning of that extra part of the word. Dropping the small words to the speech sounds really natural to me, but I'm not very good at doing it in practice. I also wonder if the American English includes more of these, uh, if American English includes more of these combinations than the British way of expressing things. Hmm. Maybe you could, uh, to discuss this issue on your podcast. It's really an ever interesting topic for English learners. I somehow started to get to, to, to pay attention to this matter after I decided to focus on American English in my language studies. I started off listening to your podcast six months ago. I don't even know if it's okay to say start off in this context. <laughs> okay. It was somehow a turning point in my language life. Oh, that's great. Wow. Um, 
For my surprise, now I, to my surprise, now I feel much more comfortable with America, the American way of speaking, even though I used to be afraid of confronting Americans before. After years of chasing even a small bit of the British intonation and pronunciation without success, the um, American English seems to be an easier goal for me personally. I got some kind of insight of the natural language when I found your podcast and the Rachel, and Rachel's English. I really love your super wonderful podcast. Uh, Tana <laughs> from Finland. Wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. I'm so glad to hear that Tana is really catching on to American English and she's getting some momentum. Yes, for sure. I love it. Very nice. That's what we want. As soon as you guys start to feel that momentum, that's when when you want to double down, you know, start learning. That's your time. Once you get your energy up around English and that's what we're here to do with you guys. Okay, cool. Guys, if you love All Ears English, then go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player so that you don't miss a single episode of this show and tell one cool friend about the show so that they can start to have more fun learning English with us too. And remember, it's about connection, not perfection. Thanks for listening, guys. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so Michelle, she has a really good question, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I mean, yeah, well, this is tricky. This is tricky. So what is the question that Tana is asking? So it's basically how does the uh, the meaning or – wait, sorry. How does yeah. it change? How does yeah. it change? Yeah, how does the meaning change? Oh, the meaning change. change. Okay, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> I'm going crazy today. How does the meaning okay. change or does it change the meaning? When we add that extra preposition, exactly. right? Exactly. There we go. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Lost my head there for a second. Okay. It's, it's the yes. end of the so day. So when we add that extra one, right? So what's the answer, Lindsay? Oh my gosh. There really is no sweeping answer that I can tell you that we can tell you for every single phrase, phrasal verb, or just uh, chunk here, guys. Okay. So sometimes it's a matter of casual versus formal, which is what we what we just showed you guys earlier. Right. 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 Meet and meet up. Okay. Exactly. Right, right, right. But Michelle, here we're not just talking about phrasal verbs, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Like when we say later or later on. Mm. So Michelle, when are you going to the beach? I have homework to do, so I'm going to the beach later. And Michelle, when are you going to the beach? <laughs> I have homework to do, so I'm going to the beach later on. Oh my gosh. I mean, what the heck is the difference there? Mmm. Yeah, I mean, they really mean the same thing. I, I might be more inclined to just say later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like I, uh, yeah, but I mean, you could say either one. I mean, maybe later on is slightly more casual, but I don't <clears throat> even know if that's true. Yeah, sometimes it's a matter of personal preference. Sometimes it, sometimes it makes a difference, guys, and sometimes it doesn't. So. All right. So let's just keep going. So, you know, so far we've seen that it can be casual versus formal. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we've seen that, you know, maybe later on could add a slightly more relaxed tone, like later on, but not necessarily. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, right, right. 
What about stress versus stress out? Hmm. Okay. So let's try this one. Yeah. You want to go ahead? Sure. Hey, you look anxious. What's up? Oh my gosh. I am stressing about this episode. We have to publish it today and there's no time to record. Okay. That's number one. All right. Hey, you look anxious. What's up? Oh my gosh. I'm stressing out about this episode. We have to publish it today and there's no time to record. Hmm. Whoa. So in that case, could we use both? Uh, yeah, you could use both. I mean, sometimes it just depends like which one sounds smoother, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like if you say like, don't stress or don't stress out, I think both of those are okay. What do you think you might say most, Lindsay? Well, when I said though, when I actually literally pronounced those two sentences, it sounded a little bit awkward to say stress. I'm, I'm stressing out about because that's two round vowel sounds coming together at the same time for it was hard for my mouth to say it. Hmm. So I, oh my gosh, I'm stressing out about, right? It's a lot of ow sound. So in that case, I'm just because we can be lazy in the way we speak. I might have just said, oh my gosh, I'm really stressing about this episode. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So again, I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're trying to gather little differences here for our listener for Taino, I believe was our listener's name from Finland, but there's no overarching answer that we can give you for this. It just depends on the words. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. So now on the other side, sometimes it completely carries, changes the message, right? So let's talk about that, Michelle. Okay. All right. So here we go. So let's do carry, uh, and carry on and yep. run and run away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, what would be the differences there? I mean, it really changes it, right? So to carry is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is to hold what? something and move with it. And if I say, oh, don't worry, just carry on, carry on. What am I saying there? It's like continue. Exactly. And if I say run, like, oh, today I'm going to go running. I'm going to go for a jog on the treadmill. Right. Right. right and then right, if right. I say, oh my gosh, my, my dog ran away. Right. So that one is that he escaped or yeah. went somewhere else. So that's an example of how it's completely different. Okay. Right. So guys, right. I mean, so Michelle, what's the takeaway? I mean, I'm sorry for a listener that we can't give you a hard, firm rule, but that's kind of the reality of English sometimes. Right. I mean, you know, don't think of this as totally new vocabulary, right? Mm-hmm. Like that you have to learn. So instead, you know, just listen, learn to learn the first word on its own. And then, you know, make sure you understand the meaning. Then yep. you can notice if natives ever add a preposition afterwards. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what should our listeners do when they hear that natives do add that preposition? Well, then you can reflect on why, why might they have added it? Right. Did it change yep. the meaning like carry or carry on or did it take the same meaning and just make it a little more casual, like meet or meet up? Right. Yeah, and sometimes we can infer that from tone of voice, right? Mm. Like, hey, do you want to meet up on Friday? You know, casual, smooth, like kind of a lazy talk, right? Mm, yes, Or true. would you like to meet at, you know, let's meet at 8 a.m. Uh, at this cafe because it's more formal. It sounds more business-like, right? Sometimes we can infer from tone of voice. Right, definitely. I like it. Yeah, and then, you know, you can try and use it for yourself. So, You know, once you've kind of thought about it and heard people using it, use it for yourself. You know, this is adding nuance to your English, which we talk about a lot, Lindsay. And, you know, just make it fun. Enjoy it. Add color, right? And we always say connection, not perfection. Yeah. And I think for you guys, for our listeners, 
as you guys are trying to push to this higher level, you kind of have a little bit of a responsibility to really listen, listen well. You know, the reason this question came about is that Taino was in our course and she was listening to this very natural in- interview that that we did around the U.S. We did a series of interviews of native speakers driving as we drove around the country two summers ago. Anyone can get into that course and you can practice your listening skills. But even if you're not in that course, guys, just listening is the way you pick up on these differences. And and having this awareness that, that that sometimes there's a difference is the first step to being able to use it correctly, right? Don't you think so, Michelle? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's a great piece of advice. Yeah, awesome. So, guys, we're here for you. Taina, we love this question. And we love questions like this because they push our listeners to the next level. So, if you guys have a question like this, send it in to lindsay at allersenglish.com. And don't forget, if you're taking the IELTS exam, go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast, and we'll show you how to get that seven or higher. Awesome. All right. All right. This was fun. Thank you for that question. Good question. Michelle, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.